Good afternoon, Khadija Rettender. Welcome on VH Berries. Thank you so much for having me. I'm extremely grateful. Um, you have such an inspiring uh, career in modeling and acting, and it all started in one city, Spokane. Yes, Spokane, Washington, yeah. And I saw that in Spokane, um, there is the museum, uh, the Northwest Museum of Arts and Culture. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, there's like so much art and different types of, like just so many different kind of artists and people just wanting to create out there and like music and it's very rich in the sense of like artistic, charismatic people. It's awesome. It's awesome. And part of this very rich uh, heritage that you just mentioned, uh, Khadija Retender, there is um, the Chippewa Cree, which is one of your origin. Yes, yes, Chippewa Cree, that's my tribe. Um, my tribe is actually from Saskatchewan, Canada, and um, which is where my grandmother's from. And um, yeah, that's, I grew up dancing in powwows since day I could walk. That's like my dominant culture. That's what I grew up, you know, being really a part of. And I also want to, um, with my career, develop a foundation for Native Americans. And so, yeah, that's a really big part of who I am. And part of uh, this relationship with uh, your work, I saw that you did some photo shootings with your little cousin, uh, Casey, and uh, another one also. <laughs> my little brother, Sundown, yeah. And my grandmother was also um, part of that shoot. It was something I did with um, with Glamour. They came and did a editorial with me in my hometown which was so awesome. I got to chew at all my favorite little spots that I grew up going to. I got to chew at my high school. It was really, really nice. And I got to show a big part of who I am, which is my culture and got to show the regalia. It was just really, it was really magical. Absolutely. And right now you are living in Los Angeles, California. What is it like when you are going back to Spokane? It's just, it's like going, it's just so nice. I don't know. It's like going home. It's really, <laughs> it's just really a sanctuary. It's like my safe place. And I don't know. It's, it's so different from LA. It's like when I'm here, I'm working and I'm so busy with like meetings and fittings and doing shoots and auditions and all that good stuff. But when I go home, it's just, you know, have my grandma make me some bannock, which is a bread like sp specific to my tribe. And I'll have her make me her like all the, because growing up, like the biggest part, like the biggest part of our food is like stews. So it's very stewy and we have like breads and we'll have like fry bread. And it's just going back home. It's just like a eating tour of native cuisine. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> 
Absolutely. And uh, as you just mentioned, at age uh, 18 and 19, um, you decided to move uh, to Seattle, uh, Washington, which is, if I'm correct, the biggest uh, city uh, near Spokane. So it was a major uh, new chapter in your life. Yeah, it, it really was. That was um, a big move, especially coming from a place like Spokane, a lot of people typically don't move and um, it was really scary doing it so young. And it's not like I was moving to go to school. I was moving to like be a model and it was just, it was a really big risk and I'm, I'm so grateful that I took it. I also feel when you're talking and when I'm looking at your work, this very strong confidence in yourself, because as you mentioned, you have to be a little bit crazy to go in this very uh, difficult and very special path. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so interesting because I I, I hear this often, this, this thing that you know, like, oh, you have like, you know, some kind of confidence. And I, I just feel like, I don't know, is it confidence or just pure, like, ignorance almost? Not, I don't want to say ignorance, but I just have this way of thinking where if it's not for me, then it won't, you know, it won't happen and, and and if it does happen for me then I want to work my best to maintain it and as long as I work my hardest then hopefully something positive comes out of it and if something negative negative comes out of it then I'll just take that and you know keep moving you know and I don't know I guess I guess that translates as confidence it's just it's just more of the sense that like this is what I'm deciding to do I You know, the only thing that I question, I don't question my ability to do it, but I do question my consistency. So as long as I know that I'm consistent in what I, anything that I aspire to do, then I feel like I can do it. Because why not? I feel like anybody can do it. You know, it's like you put your mind to it, you can do it. But yeah, I guess that, that it just translates as confidence just because also like, I don't, you know, I didn't know what else. I was like, this is, this is my plan. I want to become a model for modeling. I want to get into acting. And then from acting, I want to have this big platform to develop a foundation for Native Americans. And I just felt like, I don't know, that's just, I had no other choice but to, but to do it. In definitive, Khadija Red Thunder, the plan B is the plan A. There is no plan B. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's so interesting because um, I've been really like I list, I've been listening to some interviews lately, and one interview I watched recently was with um, oh I forgot his name. How did oh Eddie Murphy, <laughs> the legend? I love Eddie Murphy. Um, I was watching an Eddie Murphy interview, and he was talking about how people are like, oh, I'm gonna do this just to fall back on it, and you know, like, this is my plan B just in case this isn't work. And he's like, you're like, you're literally setting yourself up for failure. Like you are saying, oh, I'm going to do this because I know I'm going to fail. You know, I'm, I know I'm not going to succeed in this. But I mean, like, that's, that's one way of thinking. 
But also there's another, I think there's another way instead of like categorizing things as plan B's, just if you, if you have dreams and if you have goals and there's multiple things you want to do, I feel like you could do it all. You know, you, you don't have to see it as a plan B or a plan A. I feel like, I feel like you want to, you, you want to also, you want to be an, like an actor, but you also want to have a company, then, you know, do it, do what you can to do it, you know, but it's just know that it's going to take so much more work to fulfill all these different things that you want to do, you know? So it's like, instead of thinking of it as like a plan A or plan B, it's just like, just think about it as like plan life. You know, this is like the life. This is what you want to do. This is how you're going to do it. So, yeah, there is, there is no plan A and there's no plan B. <laughs> there's just plan life. <laughs> And Khadija Retender, when you decided to uh, pack your baggage and move to uh, Seattle, uh, Washington, how was the first couple of years there? Uh, because you got noticed by uh, some uh, very uh, important people in your life, even right now in your life, such as um, casting uh, personalities and agents, for example. Yeah. Um, so I, one of my friends actually reached out to, um, my mother agency now, which is after management, um, and sent them my photos and I had to go to Seattle to meet with them. I was only 17. I was a senior in high school and I went into the agency to meet with them. I was absolutely terrified And just even to get there, it took me months to be able to get there because I, I've, I come from poverty. I come from the poorest of the poor and I literally couldn't even afford a bus ticket. So I had to like save up $75 just to like be able to get out there. And when I got out there, I told the um, CEO my story, Nancy Pepler, which is just my guardian angel my mama bear um and she just she told me she's gonna change my life and that's exactly what she did she changed my life and it's just i owe everything to her i don't owe everything to her but i'm so so grateful that she helped me and that she believed in me and that she pushed me and continues to push me and continues to believe in me and yeah she's just been through been by my side for the past 10, 11 years now. And yeah, so the first few years in Seattle, so it took, it took me even like a year just to move to Seattle because I had to save up money to be able to like get an apartment. And so I saved up for a little over a year and then graduated high school and moved. And it was so hard. Like living in Seattle was It was just so hard because again, like financially, I I couldn't afford to take the bus. So I would have to like walk and like literally I, to even get a job for two weeks straight, I would walk around the whole city in the freezing cold, just trying to find like a job so I can make ends meet. And then yeah, I ended up getting a job and I worked at American Apparel for the three years that I lived there. And It was, it was really, it was really incredible, like, to experience that and to be able to, like, you know, 
to do it for myself. And I'm just, yeah, I, I owe it to my agency, to my team. I couldn't do it without them. Khadija Retender, you just mentioned the fact that you are coming from far away, if I, use, if I, if I can use this word. Uh, this is also related to the fact that uh, you grew up um, between uh, um, your mother and your grandmother. Yes, yes. Um, I had a single mother who had me very young, and so I was raised between my mom and my grandma. And um, they are just amazing, strong, super inspiring women. I'm so grateful to have had them in my life and have them help me become me. They helped you become you. And um, after that, you decided to um, move to uh, Los Angeles. But not only Los Angeles, New York City also. You were making some uh, um, some travels between the two cities, oftenly. Yes, yeah. So um, I start meeting with agencies in Los Angeles, and then I end up getting signed. So did a road trip down to L.A. and was living here for a year and then got signed in New York and so start working in New York and ended up getting an apartment there and was bi-coastal for five years and I'm still kind of pretty bi-coastal now I have I have a couple rooms from a couple of friends over there it's so grateful for them um and yeah just going back and forth I just learned one new word bi-coastal <laughs> yeah, by coastal. And I was also very inspired by 60 seconds of video and I'm talking about one very special collaboration that you did with uh, Abercrombie and Fitch. Um, so 60 seconds, not one uh, second uh, more, around three outfits, but more importantly uh, a one-way trip uh, on the first feature film airlines <laughs> yes yeah um, I was doing a campaign for Abercrombie and Fitch and the cinematographers were up to direct um, a film and they pitched me as the supporting lead and I did a couple auditions Before I knew it, I was flying down to Atlanta to live out there for two months, and I <laughs> shot after. Yeah. So grateful. Crazy. I just, the most craziest experience ever. And in this very special uh, movie called After, you are playing uh, Tessa's roommate, and her name is uh, Steph Jones. Yep. Steph Jones that was that was me it was kind of it was kind of crazy like reading the role because I was kind of like a punk chick growing up but then I was also like a goody goody two shoes I'm like I feel like both of these people <laughs> like I relate to both of them so much and um yeah Steph Jones I I have naturally very red hair and You know, the character has red hair and she, you know, she seems like an interesting, interesting chick. So I was happy to breathe some air into her. 
Khadija Retender, this was your very first experience uh, in acting because you never ever act before. So uh, it was uh, something very new. Yeah, it's, it was my first time acting ever in my life. And it was, it was so crazy. It was so funny being on set and people were like, this is, are you sure this is your first time? I'm like, yeah, I'm just listening. Very observant, listening all the time. Two ears, one mouth. And that was literally what I lived by when being on set. Like there's so many terms that I didn't know and just, you know, so many different elements and dimensions to filming a feature film. It's very, quite interesting. So, yeah. And what was the most challenging parts of uh, this uh, job? Um, I guess the most challenging part was feeling confident in my ability to um, perform at the level of everybody around me because all the other actors are so talented. Josephine is so talented. Hero, Sam, Anana, they're everybody, PMEA, everybody was just so good. And I was just like, I hope I can, you know, match, match their energy. <laughs> And another experience um, that led you to, uh, Um, where you are today uh, also is in a music video in which you are reading a very special book in red. Yes, yes. The, um, I shot that with my best friend, actually, Sarah Baba. She is the, one of the most talented artists. I love her with all my heart. She's just such a visionary, like super inspiring um i was so grateful to have the opportunity got to shoot with one of my friends dylan he also is so talented it was so fun it was such a great day um yeah it was a music video for kaigo and that song was stuck in my head probably for like months <laughs> afterwards but it was so fun and so cute and it just turned out so well Yeah, Sarah Baba, what a, what a talented person. I am very curious about this video because um, this was not a playback uh, song and video clip. It was a short film. Uh, yeah, a, an art, a music film. A short film in itself, of course. And did they play uh, the music in the background, as you just mentioned, because it, it was stuck in your head, uh, you just told me. Yeah, actually, um, for a few of the scenes, just to get the vibe right, um, the one where we're like <laughs> dancing in the ballroom, they were playing the song f literally that whole time and for in a couple other places, just so that we knew like what the song was. And again, just to match that vibe and... It was, it was really fun. Oh, and then not only that, but then the singer came and sung the song it was incredible and i was like great little mini performance she crushed <laughs> it has an amazing voice it was great i totally feel that uh khadija retender um i believe that the more the most important moment are the uh for example the little seconds of silence before recording something 
and all yep. of these small details, for example, these very uh, private performances. Yes, exactly. It's those are the those are the moments that you're just like, wow, I love my job. This is cool. And I also can make some parallels between acting and modeling because I think that there is, of course, always the cameras that are here, but um, the vibes and uh, the emotion that uh, Khadija Rattender is uh, uh, showing are um, can be the same. Yeah, definitely. Um... I mean, it's just really what, like, the two are. I think about it, like, I think about, like, modeling and acting both are an art. And it's, you're creating a picture of, like, a, a moment with a big group of people. And we all come together to bring life to an experience and to bring experience to life. And I just... There's so much that like translates between the two and really it's like modeling is still picture and acting is motion picture. And it's, you know, it's just, it's very, it's very nice and beautiful being able to see the way that everybody does different things and what inspires them. <laughs> did you hear, did you hear that horn? Absolutely. And Some, um, somebody who's having road rage. <laughs> and in every case, Khadija Rattender, uh, I noticed that you have a very uh, singular and unique hair signature uh, that you just mentioned before. This is more than a shampoo relationship with them. This is a curly hair love story. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I have... <laughs> I love, love hair. I love doing my hair, like getting creative. Um, I started doing my hair when I was five years old. And so funny, I was just talking to my mom about this the other day. She's like, you would literally wake up at like five in the morning just to do your hair. So that's, my hair used to be straight when I was younger too. And it didn't get curly till I hit puberty when I was about 11 years old which is so crazy. And it's just each year it gets curlier and curlier. And yeah, no, I get my hair deep conditioned weekly. So gotta take care of your hair. <laughs> Absolutely, because you uh, mentioned the fact that your mother reminds you that you had a very special way of uh, treating them. And there is a gap between the uh, VH and CareRT uh, morning routine, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. There is a whole, it's a whole thing, <laughs> a whole ritual. And Khadija Rattender, another project that is going to come uh, very soon this summer is the launch of a brand. Yes, um, I'm starting a brand. It's called Sundown Sunrise, and it's inspired by my Native American roots. And um, I'm really excited about it. I will share more details in the near future. But yeah, stay tuned. It's <laughs> definitely very intertwined into who I am as a person and but has inspired me so much growing up. So I'm really excited. And Sundown's my middle name too. So 
I, you know, had to throw that into the mix of the name because it's very, and also it's like the vibe. The vibe is very like sundown, sunrise, like those nice little moments that you have to like yourself and when you're like getting ready and like wanting to like feel beautiful and feel cute. So yeah, I'm excited. Sundown is your middle name, but also uh, one of the name of your two cousins that we just mentioned before. So Casey and Sundown. Oh yeah, my, I have a little brother. Oh yeah, my little brother, his middle name is also Sundown. And actually, you want to know what's so funny too? I did a short film and it's being edited right now. And the short film is called Sundown Town. So <laughs> a lot of sundown happening. <laughs> Khadija Rotunder is having a very special relationship with the stars, I mean, in the space and the sun. Yeah, definitely. The, it's very serendipitous. Me and the stars, I, I see them. <laughs> and to come back to uh, this very specific lunch, um, is it going to be cosmetics or is it going to be shampoos or very uh, uh, special other products and it's gonna be it's not it's not cosmetics it's um gonna be in like the more accessory world so i'm really excited i've been working really hard on it um i have some samples being made well being remade i got it's just such a process you know Starting a brand is so hard, especially when you have such a like vision for how you want it to like look and how to be and the quality, you know, it's, it's so important. So I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to see this uh, vision very soon. Khadija Retunder, thank you very much. Yes. Thank you so much, Victor, for having me. It's been great. <laughs>